good evening. We are the babes, Beth, Diana, Dana, Erica, and Terry, five zany ladies sitting around Beth's dining room table, exploring our fun side. (laughs) Hey, babes, I've been thinking, wouldn't it be great to have a special Thanksgiving dinner this year with all of our favorite characters? What do you think, Erica? Wow, Beth, you know you always come up with the best ideas. I love that. What do you think, Diana? Sounds like a blast. What do you think, Terry? Well, I'm in. How about arranging a conference call, Beth? Well, I just knew you'd love the idea, so I've already set it up. What? (laughs) Of course you have. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? Uh, The characters have all been contacted, so grab your phones. It's starting uh, now. Here we go. Hi, everyone. This is Terry. Anybody on the line yet? Bobby Tucker here. This is fabulous. Bonnie, are you here? Yes, you pervert. I'm here. This is Erica. What about my girls Sadie and Sophie? Are you on the line yet? Of course I'm here. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Sophie is here too. Say hello, Sophie. Hello. I've never even been on a conference call before, and I can't wait to hear what this is all about. Hey, this is Kool-Aid Man. Glad to meet you, everybody. Oh, yeah. Who else is here? This is Diana. Is Las Vegas on the line? This is Rainbow, and I'm here with my special sister, Sprinkles. This is Sprinkles, and we're the tortoise moguls from Las Vegas. Dr. doodly Doo here, world-famous animal communicator. Where is Caretaker Betsy? Oh, I'm here. I'm on speakerphone because I'm busy making lunch for Rainbow and Sprinkles. <laughs> okay, this is Beth, and it seems like everyone is on the call. Here's the idea. The babes and I thought it would be awesome to get everyone together for a special Thanksgiving dinner. How does that sound to everyone? I can wear my feathers in sequins. Rainbow. I'm so excited. This will be wonderful. Brilliant. You'll have to leave Brooklyn, Sophie, but it will be worth it. Will there be knishes? Oh, yeah. Kool-Aid Man loves it. This will be yummy. Right. I'm glad you're all on board, but we need everybody's help. Rainbow and Sprinkles, if it's okay with you and caretaker Betsy, we'd like to have the dinner at your house because you have such a large home. What a great idea. Don't you just love it, Sprinkles? It's awesome, as long as I do not have to do the cooking or the dishes. (laughs) Great. Caretaker Betsy and Sadie, can you coordinate the food? You're both such incredible cooks. Yes, we'd love to. This will be so much fun. Thanks for asking. Of course I'll help. And Sophie will too. Hey, I can bring lots and lots of Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Bonnie, it's pumpkin month. Should we make some desserts together? Hmm? Oh, all right. I do have lots of really good pumpkin recipes. But remember to ring the bell before you come in. This is Erica. Anyone want to volunteer to bring wine? That would be utterly smashing. I'd love to bring the wine. Why would you smash the wine before you bring it? I don't get it. Rainbow, never mind. She's just speaking British again. Oh, okay. Sounds like we're all set. I'll email all of you with each other's contacts and final details. See you all in Vegas. See ya. Can't wait. Night. What happens in Vegas? Can stay there, you pervert. Viva Las Vegas. Oy vey, I hope this isn't going to be another road trip. Goodbye from Kool-Aid Man. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. Wait. Are all these people coming to our house? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, we love company. I can't wait. Bye-bye. How wonderful. A new holiday in my new hometown. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we need to do another sketch. I do, too. Okay, moving on. Get ready for some more laughter. Let's see what's shaking. 
When last we left Lynn, she was getting acquainted with her new car's artificial intelligence operating system and having a bit of trouble getting it to respond to her commands. Let's see what today brings. Car keys? Check. Comp tickets to Red Rock Buffet? Check. Fire up the new ride? Check. Sync the new cell phone to the new car? Check. And let's see. Ah, there it is. Sorry. Call Joan at home. Good afternoon, Lynn. Thank you for being safety conscious and syncing your phone to my command center. Calling Joan at her home now. Hello? Hey, Joan, I got a couple of comps to the Red Rock Buffet and I'm heading there now for a bite to eat. How about I swing by in the new Tesla and pick you up? We can put on the feed bag and then see if we can find a couple of hot slot machines. Lucky you. You're always getting freebies at that place. Sure do wish I could join you, but I've got an appointment at the gym with my personal trainer. I've literally been working my butt off, (laughs) and I've lost 20 pounds so far. Hey, that's great. Good for you. Sure wish I had your dedication. Oh, well, maybe next time, huh? You bet. Now watch that dessert station, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Will do. All righty then. Let's get a move on. I've got time on my hands, money in my pockets, elastic waist jeans, and a pair of comfy shoes on. I'm in the mood for a culinary trip around the world, and I think I hear my favorite slot machine calling my name. Life is good. Your vehicle has been idling in park for several minutes and wasting fuel, Lynn. To mitigate your unnecessarily enlarged carbon footprint, I am preparing to cut power to the car's engine within the next 30 seconds. What? Wait! Wait! I was just getting ready to put the car in drive. Oh, bossy, bossy, bossy. Who do you think you are anyway? My mother? Sheesh! I am not programmed to interpret sarcasm, Lynn. Please state your desired destination. Fine. Sorry. Begin navigation to Red Rock Hotel and Casino. Programming route to Red Rock. Would you prefer scenic or most direct? Oh, well, it's a beautiful day for a nice long drive, and a little bit of both would be nice. But I'm really hungry, and I'm itching to play some slot machines, so let's take the direct route. Besides, there's plenty of scenery on the way. What with all the trees the city planted and the medians? Wow, I could get used to this. Sitting back, listening to some tunes, and letting the car do the driving. Lynn is initially quite impressed with how direct a route to the Red Rock that Sorry seems to have programmed into the car's navigation system. With just a couple of turns on surface streets, they're on the 215 freeway in no time and exiting at the Charleston off-ramp when... Hey, sorry. I think your navigation is a bit off. We're supposed to be taking a right here and heading east to the Red Rock, not turning left and heading west. Sorry, but my navigation is accurate. We are on the most direct course to Red Rock, with a bit of a scenic route programmed in. Red Rock? You mean Red Rock Canyon? No, that's not where I asked you to navigate. Look, I don't know what you're trying to pull, but I specifically told you to take us on the most direct route to the Red Rock Hotel and Casino. Sorry, but your instructions were to find a route that was both direct and scenic. 
If you are not specific enough in your instructions, I am programmed to exercise my own discretion. Oh, for heaven's sakes. I got free tickets to the Red Rock Buffet and they expire today. Turn this car around right now. Sorry. We have entered the scenic loop and cannot reverse course at this time. Please relax and enjoy the scenery. Well, they were nearly halfway around the Red Rock scenic loop by this time. Then, before Lynn could sputter out another angry response, the car's engine sputtered out and... Sorry, what the heck just happened? It appears we've run out of gasoline, Lynn. What? What? You've got to be kidding! As I have told you before... Artificial intelligence is not programmed with a sense of humor. Well, aren't you programmed to warn me when the car is running low on gasoline? Sorry, but I did warn you that you were wasting fuel when you'd left the car idling in park. I also warned you as we began our drive, but you had the music turned up too loud to hear me. Okay, okay. Sorry, Call AAA for emergency roadside assistance. They have a guaranteed response time, and that should put us back on the road in an hour. I should still have enough time to hit the buffet before my tickets expire. Sorry, but we are out of cell phone range. Oh, come on! Seriously? I'm always serious. Well, that's just great. Sorry, I told you I am not programmed to interpret sarcasm. This is too much. What the heck am I supposed to do now? My recommendation for the best course of action is for you to emulate your friend Joan and begin walking your butt off because it looks like you found the 20 pounds she lost. (gasps) Oh, and you might want to skip your trips to the buffet for a while. Wait, was that sarcasm? Looks like Sori has been programmed to be a fast learner. Tune in again for more adventures with Sori. You never know where she'll drive you to next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have a question for everybody. I'm debating, should I get a new car or keep fixing mine? And here is the question. (laughs) My car is a 2004. Oh, get a new car. I've already put a new engine in it three years ago. And I just had the transmission fixed. Is it so, still leaking? No, it's fixed. It's hey, fi- he fixed, fixed it. it. He okay. did. It's not leaking a bit. Okay. And tell so, everyone what but type a, of car you have. It, it's a 2004 Sebring, Chrysler Sebring convertible, red. It's a very cool car. Oh, yeah. but let me tell you, there's a contest every Friday at Red Rock. And they're giving <laughs> away a Porsche. back to Red Rock, I They're swear. giving away a Porsche. So I'm hoping I win the Porsche and I don't have to debate this anymore. But, okay. you know, I really would like to get a new car, but they're so expensive. How many miles do you have on it? Um, on the new engine or on the whole car? The whole, whole car, car? Well, let's see. It's 13 years old. I have 100,000 miles. Okay. okay. That's not bad for 13 no, years old. No. But how much is on the new engine? Oh, <laughs> about 5,000 miles. Oh, for God's oh, sake. Oh, no. Is I there anything else wrong with the car? Not really. Well, then why well, do you want a new just one? Just upholstery. Well, I've had it 13 she does. years. But you just put I don't want to die this, with this car. But you just put all this money <clears throat> into transmission, into an engine. Okay, see, so you've solved my problem now. Keep it for a few years. Well, or I think so you win, a win a Porsche. <laughs> win a Porsche. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Okay. Right. Let us Listeners, know if anyone has Porsche. an opinion, please contact us oh, at gosh. Uh, 
Babes in Voice well, I, I, have a, I have a similar quandary, though. What? Oh. Because I've been weighing the pros and cons of whether or not to get a new car. See? Oh. It's not just me. Do you it's want a Sebring? A nice red Sebring no, with a new engine? I don't. <laughs> um, I have a 2009 vehicle uh-huh. uh, that has a new transmission in it from a couple of years ago. Wow, it's yours got is way newer than mine. 70-some thousand miles on it. it miles. You guys have seen my vehicle. It mm-hmm. looks it looks Good. brand new. Yeah, it's yeah. very functional. It, it it meets all of my needs, and it's I've had it for eight years now. Okay. There you go. Which Same and syndrome. I generally keep my vehicles about seven eight years. I I don't normally go beyond that, but mm-hmm. I hate car payments. Yes, I do too. I See, hate car payments, and and I I actually put off thinking about getting a vehicle a couple of years ago because I was going through some stuff. And I didn't want to put my husband in debt with a vehicle that I might not be around to drive. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it was so a consideration. I understand. No, that. that's where I was two years ago in my head. Okay. okay. But now that you're feeling better. But now that I'm much better. Right. Um, I just don't, I'm kind of with you. I, See? I, it's in great shape. It runs well. It has a brand new transmission. It, the tires are in, I mean, everything about it is in great shape, but I've mm-hmm. never kept a car me too for more than eight years i've so, never right. kept a car okay. this long ladies if you would weigh in please well what? you know I, I okay i'm kind of projecting way out there because i was kind of in the same boat and i was trying to decide and i ended up getting the new car but my car was a little older and things were starting to fall apart and it was starting to have issues so i was like uh-huh. fix mm-hmm. or get new and i kind of projected 10 years down the line do i want a car payment then and I was like, no, so I might as well do it now. So 10 well, years from now, I don't yeah. have the car payment. That's There's a point. Because idea. then my income will be different in 10 years from now. And I didn't want a new car payment then. Right. But I knew so many years out, you're going to need another new car. How long well, do you keep your cars? In, until like they fall years. apart. Okay. <laughs> okay, but think about this. Or With until it, I hit something, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. With inflation, cars get more expensive every year. So the longer you wait, the more expensive the car will be to uh, buy a new car. But, but you know, and we're this, not getting any younger. It's, well, this you know, is we're true. not kids. So it's like I'm looking at it backwards. It's like, okay, I'm so old now, and then how many more years will I be driving? And when should I get a new car? Because that might That'll be my last. last well, new that's car, it. How many new cars so can scary. I have before <laughs> I die? That's a question. You Let's, could have two more, maybe. Yeah, I will thanks, remind you all. <laughs> Of my mother, oh, that's all I get. Who's going to be eighty six this year, and she's still driving. So right, she's got a whole bunch more years than you, Erica, and she's okay. still driving. So maybe I'm good for two more new cars. You might be. <laughs> well, now let me tell you what my biggest problem with getting a new car. What is that? Well, the first thing I look at is color and style. I don't care what the engine is. I really don't care. I don't care how many miles a gallon it gets. It's got to be a cool looking car. Or I'm uh, not driving uh, it. This I can't help it. It's a girl thing, or maybe it's just a Beth thing. But <laughs> the point is, it's all the car, thing, yeah. all the cars they put out now, they all look the same. They're all gray, white black, brown, I mean, silver. Remember all the cool colors they used to have years ago? Oh, right. my God. Well, you just answered your own question. If there's no cool cars out now, why would you get a new one? Thank well, you, Terry. I'm, I was going to go on a hunt for new <laughs> voice cool of cars. reason. Wait until they start making cool colors again and then buy a car. There you go. <laughs> I think you got your answer. <laughs> We're having so much fun. Stay tuned. There's more in store. 
Madame, just when I was starting to relax. I hope it's Nick disturbing my day. He's late. Nick, is that you? Of course it's me. Don't leave me standing out here. I don't want your penthouse neighbors to start asking questions. It's about time you got here. You're late. Hey, I'm a busy guy. You called about a job? What's the deal? There's no rush. You want a drink? Uh, Pamela, come serve the drinks. Wait a minute, Martin. No one's supposed to know I'm here. Who is this Pamela? Relax, Nick. Pamela is my butler. She's a robot. I based her on Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Sheesh, rich guys. Robot butler. What next? Hey, I see you got new furniture. Totally bachelor pad. Purple velvet. Really? Your drinks, sir. Mango Mai Tai for Master and Vodka Shooter in Lime Jello for his guest, as requested by Master. Welcome, Mr. Nick Nohart. Do you require any other services? Okay, now, this I could get used to. Great service and a perfect shooter. I'll have another one. Your fresh drink, sir. Anything else? Pam, heat up the indoor pool and jacuzzi, darling. We'll take a dip when our business is settled. Very good, sir. Nick, have a seat on the new couch. Mind you, don't stick. I see you're wearing polyester. Don't I pay you enough for a better suit? Look, I don't really have time for all these nicer teas, Mr. Moneyblood. Just get to the point. You said you have a job for me to do. Yeah, there's a certain little someone in the way of a huge deal I have in the works. Things would run a whole lot smoother with this annoying and stubborn individual out of my way. I need you to take care of him for me, and sooner rather than later. Take this envelope. It contains all the information you need about him. Name, address, schedule, work, family, everything. And don't forget, memorize the info and burn the paper. Hey, do I tell you how to run your companies and spend your money? Don't tell me how to do my job. This is important. Don't screw it up. Now, come take this envelope. Fine, you lazy joke. You dumbass, that lime jello is sticky. Someone get this off my face. That friggin' footstool again. Why can't they move the damn thing out of my way? Director Anderson, I just cannot work in these conditions. Cut, cut, cut. Steven, Nick Nohart is an Italian assassin. He does not trip over footstools. That's the sixth time today. Props, move it over. Damn it, this is wasting my time and money. And Josh, Martin Moneyblood is an imperious asshole tycoon. He does not scream like a little girl when he gets a drink in his face. Can we please reset the scene and get it right this time? Reset. The tycoon's request. Scene four, take seven. Action! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. We are Babes in Voiceland. Tell your friends to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, too, for a quick fix of happy. Bye.